Welcome to another session of Winning Words, where we speak life to influence others. Hi, I'm Ross Gelseth, and I'm excited to offer yet one more podcast on how you can have the life that you believe you want and God wants for you. So today, I'm going to talk to you about a topic. These are words you don't often hear, but the words are these, aspired to be like, aspired to be like. I first became aware of this phrase at the University of Puget Sound when I was the head football coach. And the reason I became aware of the phrase is that that university had decided what other universities in the country they aspired to be like. So let me explain a little bit more depth as to what this is, aspire to be like, as well as who it applies to. So let's start, first of all, with you and I. In searching for the meaning of life, have you ever found yourself in a situation where you were in a given spot and you were really searching as to what it is you were supposed to be doing with your life? What is it that you could be doing where it all fits together, well, in essence, that is searching for the meaning of life. Well, if you study the meaning of life, man has a tendency to look at where they are, and women, by the way, but then where they are in relationship to if they improve, where can they be? What can they become? So the word aspired, A-S-P-I-R-E-D, not inspired, but but aspired, means to be or idolize. In other words, you want to be like someone else or something else, and you can even get to the infatuation of idolizing that person or that organization. The other connotation of the word aspired to be like is to rise up a plan. And what is the plan for? Well, the plan is a plan to be different than who you are now or what your organization is now. So aspire to be like fits for Ross. I think it fits for you as an individual. It can fit for your family. It can fit for an organization, a business you own, an organization you work with, a group of people you lead. But let's take some steps as to how you can successfully and effectively get from point A to point B by using this term, aspired to be like. So what the University of Puget Sound had done is they had looked around the United States of America and they had studied universities that they felt they would have an opportunity by making some changes, by developing some strategy, by developing a plan, they studied universities that they wanted to be like. In other words, they knew what those universities were doing that was different than what was currently happening on the North Tacoma campus. And instead, they then rose up, so to speak, and created a plan. 
So the first step I would say is take a visual, look ahead. What do you want? You will not see this by looking in the rear view mirror. You will not get to be in an aspire to be like situation unless you're forward looking, you're forward thinking. What you'll see in the rear view mirror is likely drag on moving forward because when you look back, you have a tendency sometimes to see what you don't want to see. You see your mistakes, you see opportunities that went by the wayside and too much of that is discouraging for you or I. So I would encourage you, first of all, you want to visualize by looking forward, what is it you want? Now, I'm not talking about material items. Material items are a part of life. There's people making stuff all over the world every day. But stuff is not the fabric of which life is made. Life is much more significant than stuff. So when I say, what do you want? I would say, let's look at this in three categories. The first of which is, let's look in the category of individual. Look at your current situation, irregardless of age, and what is it that you would like to be like? What is it you would like your environment, the culture around you to be like? Who do you want to surround yourself with? And what outcomes are you searching for? Let's say you're 24 right now. You've just finished college or career training. And quite likely you're starting in one of your first full-time jobs. Or let's take an analogy where you're recently married. And every day a marriage is built or it's not built. There's nothing in between. Every day a marriage is built or it's not built. A marriage that's built sustains itself, multiplies itself, blesses itself. So individually, whether you're starting on that first position, you're beginning a career, what do you aspire that career to bring to you? Who do you aspire to be like? Whose marriage would you look at? Whose character would you look at? Whose success story, as you look at it, would you like to be like? The second analogy I would use, would you use family? Families are a function of marriage, children, and then how does the family function? And it does not just happen if you're going to do it well. Families are a bit like, I've used the analogy, if you pour concrete on the ground, it goes everywhere. There are no forms within which the concrete can be held, so to speak, kept between the forms, and therefore the concrete forms a wall, and the wall is solid. But without forms, no family structure is created. Everything is too fluid. Any and everything happens and is accepted. And the reality is struggles result. Families, however, who look around, and particularly the parents, they look at other families and they see what it is and how those families function. 
And as a result, that's what you visualize. What is it you want in your family? What do you want for your family? And again, I'm not talking about a bigger house, a faster car, nicer clothes. I'm talking about the quality of life. The third example is organizations or teams. You're in a business, you own a business, you work for a company, you work for a corporation, you're a part of a team. That's status quo. Status quo doesn't last. Why not? Because everybody else gets ahead while you're spending your time spinning wheels. Everyone else gets ahead because they're moving quickly forward. You, on the other hand, or your organization is stuck in neutral, not going anywhere. So aspire to be like can relate to you as an individual, your family, or an organization. So we've talked about visualizing what you want. Let's revisit that thought for just a moment. Write down what you want. Writing things down, at least in my opinion, is the first step towards clarity. And with clarity comes direction. Writing it down takes a discipline. Because I'll flat guarantee you, if you're going to write it down, you're going to be very careful with what you write down. Because this is a serious, meaningful process of aspiring to be like. So it needs to be worked through, diligently, done well. So, pen in hand, you're going to begin writing down what it is you want. As you write it down, you'll start to sheer, see word pictures in your mind of what that future looks like. So writing it down. The next phase after you have come up with what you want and you've written it down is to evaluate your present. You don't have to go very far. You don't have to get in the car. Just evaluate what is around you, whether it's, again, for you an individual your family, or your organization. Evaluate what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, what areas do you need to make the most improvement in, what is it you're happy with and you've done well in, <clears throat> what are your strengths? Because you move forward on your strengths and by overcoming your weaknesses. You move forward, and I do as well in life. Ross moves forward in life because I play to my strengths and I overcome my weaknesses. We all have both. But as you evaluate, there too, make note, written down, of where you currently are in relationship to what you aspire to be like. Your present status, so to speak, that list succinctly tells you where you are. So it's important you do that well too. Now, after you have evaluated your present, then I would suggest to you that you look around just like the University of Puget Sound did and they searched, and think about this, there are hundreds of colleges and universities in the United States of America and around the world. As they searched those colleges and universities, 
they began to take notice of those that were doing things that the University of Puget Sound felt it needed to do in the years ahead to become an upper-tier university. So as you evaluate, make note, and you're looking around, what individuals do you study? What are you looking for, and what is it you see in people? And obviously, since you're doing this for yourself, I would say you want to look at the best possible people because I don't think you want to be mediocre. I don't think you want to be a failure. If you're going to do this process of aspiring to be like, pick out three or four individuals that you see yourself wanting to be like. Can you see yourself in their footsteps? So as you look around, take note, make note, and then stay focused on those people, those organizations, those families that you believe are a picture, so to speak, of what you aspire to be like. The next section is tied to establishing markers. Now, a marker along a road or along a path is meant to denote a place or a marker can denote a direction in that when you approach the marker, you know you're on the right path because the path is marked. The point is, by establishing markers, so let's go back to the scenario of a business. You've got, the business you own has 12 employees, and you've got X amount of dollars in gross sales per year. But your aspired aspirations, your aspire, which is a verb, your aspiration is to increase your gross sales. And that may well be a function of increased number of employees. Now, employees are expense on the balance sheet and the income and loss statement. However, more employees can give you the impetus to increase sales and with sales comes increased profit. So the bottom line can be positive. But the point being is that in studying other companies, you may come to realize that you need to establish some markers, meaning that in 2021, you want to increase from 12 employees to 18. In other words, you want to increase your workforce by a third because you believe that increase with the right third will give you more gross income, which gives you an opportunity for more net income, win-win. That's an example of establishing markers. Let's go to the individual. How do you as an individual set markers? Let's say that you're aspired to be like people. You've got your four or five, and you have identified what those four or five have in common that you aspire to be like. It can be physical appearance. It can be the discipline they have. It can be the character they have. It can be the leadership quality they have. There are several different means by which you can look at people and aspire to be like them. 
for mothers, for example, a young mother, you can inspire to be like moms that you've got in your front view windshield. And you see, these are the kind of moms that I aspire to be like. Whatever qualities they have, establishing markers simply mean that you set a path for yourself to get there. You will not get there on Wednesday if today is Tuesday. It's going to take time. There are no simple paths to complex destinations. And if you have, I would challenge you on this. If you've aspired to be like, and your aspiration process is strong enough, it will not be a short, quick, easy journey. Instead, it will be creating a path of markers. And as you pass each marker, you will realize the further you go, the better you get, the closer you are to that aspiration. I used to have a saying with my football teams, whether it were practice or a game, and the saying was simply this, the longer we play, the better we get. The longer we play, the better we get. What message was I trying to send to my team? The message was, we're not going to let fatigue and mental weakness and excuses steal our joy, steal our thunder in the fourth quarter of games or in the second half. Instead, the longer we practice today on Tuesday, the better we're going to get. The last 15 minutes on the practice field are going to be our best 15 minutes. And I used to encourage my coaches, energy up in the last 15 minutes of practice. Energy up as we get closer to finishing. Enthusiasm breeds enthusiasm. Energy builds energy. Heat brings fire. So establishing markers is so important. Without markers, any path gets you there, but you don't know where you're headed. This whole process is aspired to be like. Identifying what you want to be like. Visualize what you want. Evaluate where you currently are. Then look around. Where are the aspirational organizations? Who are the aspirational families that you want to be like? Who are the aspirational individuals that you want to be? In other words, who do you want to be? Who is your idolizing? The last thing I would say, and this may be the most important, aspired to be like, is only an exercise in dreaming if you do not keep the aspiration in front of you. We've talked about mirrors. We've talked about windshields. Let me encourage you. Live a life where you are aspiring to be like the person you want to become. Fulton Buntain, who was the pastor at Life Center and a great influence on my, used to say, the difference between what I am and what I want to be is what I do. The difference between what I am and what I want to be is what I do. In other words, you got to do it. You got to work it. And I would say, let me encourage with the, you with this. 
You've written down your aspirations. You've written down and evaluated where you were. You develop a plan. You rise up a plan, so to speak, as to how you're going to get to what you aspire to be. With that, keep it in front of you. Keep it in front of your organization. Leading an organization, for example, I would say is something as as simple as this. At the top of all of your emails, your email threads that are sent throughout the company, put your aspirational statement right there. We want to be the premier XYZ company, not the average company. We aspire to be the best in the Pacific Northwest or the great Midwest, whatever the case might be. We want to be the best in the great Midwest or whatever the case might be. The point being is keep it in front of you. See it every day. Look for that next marker, so to speak. When you get to a marker, feel good that you're making progress. But once you've gotten there, your eyes on the next marker. Keep marching forward. So I hope this has been helpful to you. I think it's an important part of life. Too many people keep doing the same thing day after day after day, individually with their family or with their organization. And 30 days later, 100 days later, 1,000 days later, I can tell you where they are. The exact same place they were 1,000 days ago, 100 days ago, 30 days ago. Why? Because they haven't kept a plan in front of them. They haven't gone through the process of aspiring to be like and then adopting these key principles. So thanks for listening in. I would challenge you, no matter where you are in life, part of the search for meaning in good men is to keep on improving. Improving for themselves, improving for the people around them, and improving for the organizations they work with or work for. Be an aspired to be like person. Thanks again for listening in to this session. Winning words, speaking life to influence others. And look forward to being with you again on our next session. God's very best to you. Bye.